0: Go. Hey guys, it's Candace Kay, and welcome to the Wabi Sabi Podcast. This is episode 54. We're going to learn about how to start a business, even in the middle of a pandemic. For the last 20 minutes, I just tried to figure out something that is off with my Zoom recorder, And so I have just decided to step away and start recording using my Zencaster instead. Sometimes you just have to be open to change. (laughs) Um, I know that we're all living through this crazy pandemic together, and one of the best and most beautiful things that's come out of the pandemic has actually been seeing other people learning and growing and helping one another out. In various ways, whether it's business or it's family or it's love or it's nurturing, free workouts, discounts. Maybe you're donating more to charity at this point, which I think we should all be doing. I'm proud of all of you for getting through this time. I'm going to try to give you some free advice. um, And I'm going to start this pod out with explaining to you the kind of business that I run so that it can hopefully help you. So when I was 22, I started an S-Corporation, and the S-Corp was based off of myself writing and shooting content for various outlets. As I got a little bit older, branding became very popular, and my agents that signed me at that time had put me up for a multitude of gigs, whether it was Chanel, CoverGirl, Shiseido. Vitamix, Samsung, we're speaking at Yale, now now it's like the NBA and even the NFL I'll speak at, or sometimes I'll you know, shoot branding gigs with, say, um, Samsung cookware, electronics, Canon cameras, and most recently, we've done a lot of beauty campaigns, um, and I, I love beauty campaigns, they're so much fun. I know you guys see me in the food space, but as a former model, what I learned when I was 22 up until now, <laughs> which is many years later, um, is that when you have a lot of talents to offer the world, you should utilize them in order to change the world. And you can change the world through business, and business doesn't have to be a suit or a pencil skirt and heels on Wall Street. I did live off of Wall Street for six years, so I have a lot of stories to tell. When I got a little bit older, I started my second startup. This was another S corporation, and it was called Kide Media Inc. What happened was I used this new endeavor to shoot documentaries, programming, advertising, marketing, and branding gigs all over the world, predominantly between Japan and the U.S. So now we're on to my next venture, which is more in products and product development, but it is also tied to charitable organizations and giving back. So there are a couple notes I'm going to want you to take during this podcast today This is episode 54, learning how to start, run, and execute a business on your own during the pandemic. First and foremost, I want you to know there are many ways to start a business in many formats. There's typically an S-Corp, an Inc., Um, you can do a licensing play with someone, you can even just stay as an independent contractor if you'd like and just freelance out your services. I highly recommend figuring out what you want to do first and go from there. If it's a product play, then you'll probably want to go for some sort of corporation. If you are a cameraman or an artist, you might want to go for an S corp. And if you want to start your own product line, say, then you may want to just go into a licensing deal. It all really depends on where you're coming from. But the first person that you should look to for advice on this is a lawyer that typically works with clientele that launches and starts their own business. If you need an outsource um, place to look, you could always go to Biz Filings or LegalZoom just to read up more on what you'd like to do. The other way to really structure a new business from the beginning is to start interning for somebody that you really admire And then you can ask them, do you have an S-corp? Do you have a C-corp? Are you, you know, are you working out of the state of California or New York? A lot of people like to run their corps through states like Nevada or Delaware because of tax purposes. I don't believe that you need to do that. I think you should work out of your operating state to stay out of trouble from the beginning if you really can. Keep in mind, you can also still remain a freelancer and make great money for the rest of your life. You do not have to start a new business just because we're in the pandemic. So remember, get a good lawyer on your team after you figure out what you really wanna do, and then talk to the lawyer about how you can start your corp. Before doing this too, you must remember there are many ways to start business. Whether you want to be a production company like one of my businesses, Kid A Media, or maybe you want to be more of a content creation, photography, and media endeavor Then you go for my S-Corp stiletto. There are a couple of different areas where I recommend reading up on what's best for you. I know that Girl Boss is a wonderful resource that I look up to, and there are a couple of books that I read before I started my business, and one was Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Once you read these kinds of books that are geared towards service and being of better service to your customer, you will then figure out which direction you want to go in. Again, I highly recommend going after a person you really admire, interviewing them, sitting with them, working with them, and you'll learn so much on how to launch your business. If you can find a pro bono lawyer, that is even better. There are lots of resources where you can go out and you can find grants and you can find loans and you can speak to a business advisor that will bring you into the right direction. But remember, there is no one way to do anything in business. Right now is a really great time to launch because you have free time, you have an Unlimited amount of resources around you, and you have friends and family that are going to be there to support you with their extra time and their extra love. And that is one thing in my now 14 years of running an S Corp, and now two more, I feel like support and love have been the two ingredients that I've probably utilized the most. So don't forget to surround yourself with those really. Good, smart, loving people. Don't let anybody ever tell you there's more than one way or there's not more than one way to do business. And business doesn't have to be in a suit on Wall Street trading stocks, bonds, and whatever else those guys are doing all day. I have no idea. And I've actually closed Wall Street twice at the New York Stock Exchange like Carrie Bradshaw. And I've opened NASDAQ once and I have no idea what they're trading. All I know is that I looked really fucking hot in my outfit and I had great heels on all three times. (laughs) Ding, ding. So next up is your morals and values. You've got to remember what you stand for. It's really good to come up with an MO, a modus operandi, or maybe you want to come up um, with a set of guidelines that you want to adhere to in business and stick to those at the very beginning. Some people like to start with a mission statement. But remember, it's all about the why. So that is a big deal. Why are you doing this? Who is it for? What are you selling to people? Who is your customer? You must learn to be good to that customer too. So if it doesn't sound good to you, like say you're not getting into products, but you're offering services like a catering company, maybe you want to do your own art firm and design firm, Maybe you want to be a makeup artist that travels the world. Maybe you want to start your own podcast. Maybe you have this knack for decorating and starting bedding and pillows. Maybe you're just a super pro at writing books. Maybe you have an essential oil line that you really want to launch. Maybe your services could be to help other women in business and empower them. Maybe you're a trademark person. Maybe you're a lawyer. Maybe you... Have a skill in communicating with others. Maybe you want to become a therapist and work out of your home. There are so many beautiful and wonderful jobs that you can have. Just figure out through interviewing some colleagues and friends or working for them what kind of business they started and if it was an S or C corp uh, and then get to the paperwork. So that's biz filings or legal zoom and really get excited to start something new. You're also going to need to save a little bit of money on the side, especially for a rainy day. So make sure that you save up enough so that you can pay your taxes. In California, you have to pay $800 a year just to have your business, and then you will get taxed hardcore. I have cried in my bed before in New York City with multiple taxes surrounded around me because I owed Uncle Sam a lot of money. In the middle of my career, I started making six figures regularly every year. And that's not like a big thing. It's just a, I'm just saying, um, of course, in Japanese culture, it's, it's customary to downplay your success, <laughs> which is true. Okay, so when I started making money, my awesome tax guy in CPA, Phil, would be like, yo, Candace, more money you make, more money Uncle Sam wants. So be prepared, guys. When you start making more money, you will start owing more taxes. You you then, after you get a business coach or a really good lawyer to help you to set up the foundation of your business with a set of guidelines and what you'd like to achieve, then you need a really good CPA. And this CPA is gonna help you with your accounting because once you have your business entity, like your S-Corp, you will want to link it to a checking and savings account. And that checking and savings account is where your money goes in and your money goes out. That is something that me and, you know, my whole team, like we've worked on invoices that come in and invoices that go out. And that's like uh, receivables and payments that go in and out. So if you think about it, it's a constant cycle of currency that basically gets traded. So that's, a little bit of what happens once you start making cash money. Say you make half a mil. So you make 500000 Basically, you take that money in. Like, if I ran about 25 deals a year, I could make a half a mil. And then it would also cost me a half a mil to work on all those luxurious projects. And they're not even luxurious. They're actually really fucking gritty. You just don't see all that stuff. And then... <laughs> Lo and behold, we have a Japanese documentary, multiple shows available on Amazon, a beauty line with Shiseido, a couple of events, matcha, I don't know, whatever else you see on my feed. And and then I'm out, you know, it's like I made as much as I spent and so I'm at zero. So your CPA is going to help you every year to to check and balance and make sure you stay on top of your shit. You want to pay your taxes as much as possible. If you can work out a payment plan on your taxes every few months, that's legit. You also want to make sure that you really schedule out money that's gonna go into your retirement account. If you haven't checked out this guy named Dave Ramsey, he can help you to get out of debt before you even start this business. So try to get yourself out of debt before you start. And then once you start making money, It's important to put part of that away into a retirement account, and that's an IRA account that you would typically start if you had an S-corp. So I can say these to my knowledge because it's stuff that I have utilized throughout my career as a businesswoman who likes to wear bikinis and make cakes, but my whole journey is going to be very different from everybody else's, so please keep that in mind. So we're going to go over those last few things that we talked about. Number one, there are many ways that you can run a business. So don't let anybody tell you that you can't do otherwise. You're just going to have to find the right people. Number two, find someone you admire. And go with them because that person can show you the ropes. So I love personally, I don't know, the reporters on 60 Minutes <laughs> And don't make fun of me. And I really enjoy um, Thich Nhat Han and Oprah and Deepak. And I like reading books by Buddhist monks. And I, at the same time, really enjoy women like Ariana Huff and my colleagues who spend a lot of their time donating to charity. Regardless, find someone you really love and work towards what they have done, and ask them questions. Go intern for them if you can. Find somebody that you want to emulate. Number three, your morals and values become really important to the business, mainly because you want to do something that makes your mother proud. So when you're putting together your business, if it's, you know, say it's like a rhinestone bikini company, that is legit, but figure out where your morals and values stand with that bikini company and don't back down from them learn to be flexible though when you need to change in times like these pandemic times number four is your why why are you doing this it's not just to make mom proud but you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing at the right time and as a boss you're never really going to know what that is until you were put into the position as CEO, founder, president, etc. And then you just have to start doing decision making. Don't let somebody else run your business for you. Start at the beginning on your own. The pandemic is a really good time to also start this because you have no other work to do. So work on your business now in this time. Figure out what your why is. Number five is saving so that you can have a little bit of money in the bank and you're going to have to start paying for taxes anyways when you have your own business and you're going to have to start paying yourself and you're going to have to pay your employees. Number six, you want to hire smarter. So, hire people around you that are smarter, better, faster, and work harder than you do at their specific trade. So, whether that is a graphic artist, or a sous chef, or it could be somebody that helps you to keep, you know, your office organized. It could be someone who's excellent at editing, producing, directing, shooting, line producing, someone who's good at, you know, their CPA. Those people are smarter and better than you at your taxes or your artwork or graphics. Hire them. Make sure they're worth it and be kind to them while you're at it. Number seven, be flexible in a pandemic because right now isn't the best time as far as staying cool and calm. Everything is going to be like an ocean with the ebb and flow of life coming in and out at you. You must learn to be flexible. Take a dip in the ocean every now and then. Be by water. Let things go. Work on letting go of your resentments. I'm doing that right now as we speak. And it is so hard, but my therapist made me do a program with her so that I could start letting go of the people and the things that I have been holding on to for some over a decade of pain, some even a lifetime. We don't have to subject ourselves to holding on to pain that has happened to us when we were children, when we were adolescents, when we were beginning our careers, And when we were in the middle of our career, which is where I am at now, being in the middle in the gray area has been difficult, but I will tell you firsthand, part of the reason why I am still here and I am successful without one fucking investor on my team ever, I am a hundred percent self-made. That means everything that I ever earned, I put right back into work and I fund my own projects. With my own money that I make on the side. That's a true hustler. Is somebody who turns out paper. Like cash money. And you won't even notice the difference. My IP will be the same as any woman that is married to a rich man. You won't even know the difference. You probably think I'm married to a rich man. I am a rich man. All right, so be flexible. (laughs) Number eight. Be open. And this really goes along with being flexible in this pandemic. The open minded people that get into business and say you start like a yoga mat company and all of a sudden your manufacturer stops producing this rubber that you need in your mats. You're going to have to be flexible and change your sales. You can't get angry or mad at people when things don't go your way. And when the cash flow stops, You need to be really open-minded and strategic about how you're going to make that cash back. If that means cutting some employees, then you do it. If that means taking a break at the big office and finding a smaller office, you do it. If that means you stop getting your hair and nails done, and ladies, it is not a problem at all. I don't do my nails because I'm a chef, and I don't get my hair done because I like my natural brown color. I mean... You can figure out other ways to make yourself stay gorgeous. I need you to also remember not to take things personal in business. Like if you need to make moves and you need to make decisions, then make them. Be smart about the decision process that you're making and make sure that you do diligence when it comes to doing the right thing all the time. On top of that, be kind when you can, and you can be kind all the time. But remember, don't take anything personal, because you're going to have to make a lot of decisions. And decisions sometimes mean being ratchet. And I don't really mean like be ratchet, but <laughs> making hard and fast decisions could mean anything like, you know, your significant other needs to borrow cash and it drains out your savings account, what are you going to do? Well, you probably want to make that money back for security purposes. So think about how you're going to cut corners. Or maybe it comes down to somebody on your team is moving and they want to start working remotely. Maybe think about ways that that could help you to save a little bit of money in a way. Or if it doesn't save you any money, then you move on. You need to be able to make smart decisions that are not personal. If you need to read a book that helps you to take care of decision-making and not taking things personal anymore, check out Don Miguel Ruiz and his book, The Four Agreements. It's an excellent book if you want to get into business, because again, business isn't always a degree in law. It's not always an MBA it's not always a program that you're going to go and take and kill in business. Sometimes business is just straight up being gangster and writing six books and producing and directing TV shows all over the world, signing 100 branding deals in a few years. It's not always going to be about the money. It's not always, I mean, never will it be about the fame in my corner. I don't care about any of that. I really just care about putting out quality work So my why has always been do something that would make your family proud and leave a legacy. That's sort of how I've always looked at work. I know I look cute in a hot pink bikini, but I'm not going to post that shit all over Instagram all day, every day. I can, but I choose not to because strategically, when I'm on my deathbed, I would rather be shaking with my grandma voice telling people, I can't believe I wrote, you know, 17 novels and 35 cookbooks in my lifetime. I hosted my own show on 60 Minutes. And I had my own HBO series for many years. Sweetie pie. I'd rather say that than I had a great Instagram feed full of nudes. And it got a lot of attention. (laughs) I mean, that is kind of funny, but. It's not what you want to tell your grandkids, for God's sake. (laughs) There was a time pre-pandemic where you could probably make a shitload of money in a bikini on Instagram. But now it's like nobody cares about that because we went back to essentials. So remember that essentials are standalone. And personally, I found that men in my industry, whether it's publishing media, food, or even in the beauty and fashion categories, they respect me so much more because I have a body of work that stands the test of time. I want that for you too, ladies. You need to make sure to make smart decisions that are going to get you somewhere. Again, business coach, lawyer, CPA, and then you can come up with a manager or an assistant down the line. But before you start that, you need to have money in the bank and you need to have a really good foundation around you. Save money, open your S-Corp or C-Corp, et cetera, and then also go out there and get your bank accounts open and start getting responsible and start saving. And I want you to really know that I did really launch my S-Corporation when I was 22 and I'm in my 30s now, (laughs) 30-something. And uh, it took me a really long time to get to six figures on my own. And every year we incrementally made more and more. And that was the tortoise and the hare game. I may not have made big money, fast money, cash money, all that right away, but I am still here and still standing. I never went bankrupt. I never needed an investor. I, I just figured out that slow and steady incrementally thinking about cumulatively, how could I build a better business? That shit really helped me keep the laser focus going. A lot of you don't know this. I don't share this story often, but me and my friend who was a older mentor to me on top chef, her name was Cynthia. We cooked for J and B. And I know you, you know who those two artists are when, um, I was much younger and I loved learning from them because they were both humbled and cool. And Jay would always talk about having laser focus and B was just the most talented girl out there. But they were still kind and nice and humble and they had a good team around them. And Cynthia would always tell me it's really important to stay cordial, professional and you just do whatever she said. So don't forget, I was someone's bitch too. I know what that's like. But if you're a straight gangster out of fucking college right now, you cannot act that way to your superiors. You will not get anywhere being a stubborn little bitch. Trust me, I've been that. I'm saying it from experience, guys. So when you hear me talking about (laughs) the way that I used to run business as a PA or a sous chef or a line cook, those were the jobs I already did. I have been there it sucked <laughs> i always laugh at this i'm so fucking glad that i was a line cook cuz i never want to be a fucking line cook ever again <laughs> um it's true but i know my shit and i always said to myself it's about essentials so i'm going to learn how to cook i'm going to learn how to model i'm going to work that camera i'm going to learn how to write a book edit a book produce a show direct a show execute a show sell a show to a network and get it out there I have done all of that. It's all in your lineup and your past history of work experience. So girls, even though some of us look really young on Instagram, you must learn from your superiors. Please do not think you are above anyone. Go and volunteer and intern for somebody that you really love right now and learn from them gracefully. There is a cool site called Ladies Get Paid that I love. Their content is amazing. There are a few friends of mine out there that are hustling all the time, like um, rock solid RK, Rebecca Kennedy is a good friend. And I know you love all the Peloton girls like Robin Arzon is a friend, Jessamyn Stanley's a friend, Catherine Budig's a friend, Kate Fagan's a friend, Sahara Rose is a friend, Rosie Acosta is a friend. I love these girls because they all hustle and we all support and love one another. And that's where I want you to all be. Gosh, I also forgot about I love my little Anna Kaiser. She's such a little amazing, just like strong, beautiful, fun woman. There's a a long list of you guys that I love and adore, and I just can't wait to see you all again. Andy Lee is another great friend, by the way, who started a skincare line in her own from the ground up. What an incredible story. And I'll promise to have all these ladies on the pod too, you guys, so we can hear about their story of wabi-sabi and how life is just perfectly unfolding, perfectly imperfectly for you, perfectly imperfectly. (laughs) So remember, it's not going to be all about money. Essentials are what really matter. And giving back in the end is really, really key. So, make sure that you implement some sort of resource where you can give back to a nonprofit organization with your work. Because at the end of the day, when we pave the road and when we pay it forward, we give back the resources that were once given to us, we will be able to see a full continuum, a life's circle, a full circle to life, which means. When my mentors earlier on in life, like Pam Krause or Karen Rinaldi or Julie Will, when they were hard on me and when they told me that I could write better books, I could do a better job and I could improve, I might have cried behind closed doors first, but then I later learned that they saw in me what is in them, and that is a woman that could inspire others through their work. Keep in mind that not everybody is meant to be in front of the camera. Instagram and this TikTok crap has made everybody think that they're a celebrity. It's okay if you want to be an editor and a writer, a journalist, or simply a business owner behind closed doors. I say that we humble up the next few years because we need to really buckle up and start helping other people. I am so excited to let you guys know that I will be on an HBO show with Selena Gomez and we are launching this week and I will be teaching her how to cook some amazing recipes that might include Japanese shit and matcha, which I'm so excited. And I do want to let you guys know I'm also launching that third startup right now. So a lot of this advice I'm taking step by step at this time. Lastly, I want you to remember to surround yourself with people that make you feel really good and supported. Because once you have your first assistant talk back to you, it'll happen again. And once you have somebody put their hand out and say, Pay me, that's going to happen regularly. (laughs) And when you see the bills in the mail for your office and for your supplies, for your travels, incidentals and for all kinds of business expenses, you're going to have to learn how to be financially resourceful and stable. Not every business needs an investor. Not every business needs a CFO. If you're good enough with your money, then you can learn how to pay off those bills on your own. I'm still learning every day with my own business, but as I get a little bit older and wiser, I bow down to those women who have paved the way for us Started their own business from scratch. I commend all of you doing that now and all of you dreaming of doing that now. I'll make sure to put all of these notes into the podcast so you can reference them when you come back. Also, lastly, I want you to remember that you can't take the money into the grave, regardless of what Drake says. You can't, you can't take the money to the grave, dude. So if you're a rich bitch out there and you got a lot of money, I am (laughs) definitely now on on business number three, I am looking for investors and I do want to start a really legit business plan with product. So that does take capital. So if you know anybody great looking, please send us a, a ping, like ping me on DM or, Just write to me at info at CandiceKumai.com. Thank you to everybody who has bought from themachashop.com. That's T-H-E-M-A-T-C-H-A-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Themachashop.com is a place where girls create products with me together and we sell them for small business purposes only. We put the matcha powder and the matcha cleanse up there this week and they were our best sellers. Thank you so much to everybody who bought those. I love and commend each of you for where you are going because you have made an investment in yourself and in other women in commerce. Thank you. Our life path will not be as easy as any guy. So when you have boobs and when you have bikinis and when you have heels and lipstick, Let's support each other. Even if you don't like that stuff and you're a tomboy, I salute you. <laughs> I used to be a hardcore tomboy from sixth grade until about, I'd say about like maybe 10th grade. And I really liked being a boy. <laughs> now I just think it's fun being a girl because I like boys a lot. <laughs> but during this pandemic, it's really good for us to stick together. Women should support more women. Like my friend Jenna Kutcher said, I got your back, girl, and she's always out there supporting. So thank you to Jenna Kutcher, and thank you to my friend Keriani Naba for also being an amazing boss babe for me to look up to. Please donate to this podcast by simply buying the Matcha Beauty Powder at the Matcha Shop right now. You know the, You know the drill, guys. Five star rate this podcast right now, share it all over social, and let's go through those notes one last time together for business. Number one, there are many ways to start a business, not just one. So remember to be open minded about the kind of business that you really want to start. Number two, find somebody who can help you out, like a business partner, or maybe it's a lawyer. Ask your boss, somebody really resourceful, or You can actually find somebody like myself that's already got a business that you love and ask them about their business model. Talk to them about it. Study it. Gain some experience. Read a few books on business before you get started. They don't have to be boring as fuck. They can be cool like the Four Agreements or Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Don't bore yourself. Business doesn't have to be a suit and a tie on Wall Street. Business can also be a hot mini skirt out on the town drinking tequila and whiskey with all the boys, which we can't do anymore because of the pandemic, but God bless those days. Okay, number three, morals. You really want to make sure that you share the morals and values in which you believe in with your team, with your customer, and with the strategy of business that you implement. What is your why? Number four would say, write down your why right now. And get excited about it. My why is I wanna leave a lasting legacy that my mother and my family can be very proud of. I wanna implement change in girls' lives and I wanna to live to inspire and empower women so that they know that I have opened and pioneered doors for them, for you, to make it easier for you. That is my why. Number five, start saving. That is super important because along the road, you're gonna know that you need to build. Savings account along with your checking. Be smart and be savvy. Hire a CPA that you trust. Number six, get really smart about your business and who you hire and who surrounds you. Number seven, be really flexible because these times in the pandemic suck. I know, I'm with you guys. I was supposed to be reporting the Olympics in Tokyo right now and that got canned. I've hated sitting at home wondering what Tokyo would be like right now. (sighs) This too shall pass. It It will be better. Trust me, you guys. As we say in Japanese, kiyotsukete. Number eight, always do the right thing and think about what do you want to do with your career that can really make a difference. Be somebody that you want to emulate one day be a living and breathing example. Taking notes as we are speaking. Number 9 is to always be kind to everybody on your team. 10, making decisions is not personal. 11, it's not always about cash money. Think about essentials that people need right now. 12, always give back entire your uh, business to an organization or a nonprofit. That's super important because it's all about paying it forward. You have to create more opportunities for more women. Otherwise, you will be contributing only to the 1% of old men who are leading us at the top right now and not sharing any of their wealth. The pay gap is getting bigger and bigger and wider and deeper as we speak. If you'd like to learn more knowledge on this topic, there is a wonderful book called Principles and it will help you. It is by A older gentleman named Ray Dalio who is openly sharing this knowledge because he understands it because he's part of this and he's trying to help to make us aware of this pay gap. Number 13, feel really supported by your team. Remember, support and love are the best kinds of currency that you could really get from your team. Everything else just comes after that. Number 14, you can't take your money to the grave. Sorry, Drake. (laughs) can't take your money to the grade, bro. You got to think smart about this. If you have an opportunity to help other women shine right now, why would you not do so? If you know somebody is a sure thing and a hard worker, take a chance on them, invest in them. Women, you should be investing in other women. I really love and hope and pray that I could see each of you in person soon I am sending you my very, very best this week on all of your endeavors and notes. I've repeated several of these notes on purpose so that you can write them down and stick to them. And I want you to tell me on Instagram in my comments all the things that you learned and what you love. And girls, keep shining because when you shine bright, the whole world around you shines. And when you put pen to paper and you start living out your dreams as your career and pioneering spiritually and mentally and emotionally what you want as you help others along the way, you will see a massive return. It may not be immediate but it is kind of like finding the right guy or having your first orgasm. It might take a little while. <laughs> Be smart and keep shining, girls. <laughs> I can't believe some of the things I say. It's whatever. I mean, I write for Cosmo and Vogue and we all have sex, right? So, <laughs> And if you're like 12, don't do that. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. And I really thank you for being so awesome for buying items on the matcha shop. And please support this podcast by posting about it all over Instagram and writing your five star in in your five star review on uh, iTunes. I think I got to go now. Love you guys. Ciao.